Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 113 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Nikki Robinson. And we've got Devin is out sick. Joshua is out uh, taking his kid to camping. Quality so it's, time. It, I know, I know. But it's a good idea because it's going to get cold from here on out, so now's the best time to do it. I think it's still too cold for camping. I don't know I, what I, he's I, thinking. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, no, I went to a football game last night, and that was bad enough. Josh, we're judging good. you while you're not here. <laughs> That's right. It's too cold. <laughs> Uh, next weekend, a new gaming store opens in Northwest Oklahoma City, just west of Edmond, PB&J Games. And here to talk about it, this new place on 178th and Western is owner Parker Banks. Parker, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Now, uh, first off, I got to say, you are literally like a mile and a half from my house. So I'm excited. Lucky. We, yeah, I know. We planned it just for you. That's right. <laughs> well, and, and what was funny was, was I was kind of complaining about there not being anything in that area. And Lennon Patton wrote to me on Facebook, like messaged me so no one else could see it, said, there might be a new place coming near you. But, but that's a hush hush. This is like three weeks ago. <laughs> It's not like you know, it's not like months ago. Um, you guys, uh, tell us about this this place that you uh, that you guys have opened. It's it's open now, although the grand opening is going to be next weekend, right? It is, yeah. So we are open normal hours, uh, Tuesday to Saturday, ten to eight. Um, our grand opening is the tenth and the eleventh, and we're going to be doing uh, door prizes and giveaways. And we have a big fa- Facebook campaign right now, or social media campaign, um, where we're giving away a two hundred fifty dollars gift card. So. Ooh. Yeah, I wish you had a couple That's of likes. That's a lot of D&D books. That's right. That's <laughs> a lot of D&D books. All you have to do is like it, uh, follow us on, and tag two friends, and then you're into the contest. Sweet. That's fantastic. Yeah. But we are, uh, we have all sorts of stuff. I'm a board gamer. That's mostly mm-hmm. what I play. But we have, um, definitely have some role-playing games. We have kids' games. We do a lot of puzzles. Um, oh, I love puzzles. Yeah, we're yeah. focused more on, fa- we have a lot of family games. We want to push family game nights. Sure. And, and that's emphasized in one of our giveaways at the grand opening is like a family, oh, a family fantastic. pack, and so it's an annual family pass and four shirts and um, when, four free games one a month for the next four months. When I originally broke my knee, I spent a lot of time at a game store in Norman, Lutonxby, oh, well, <laughs> which yeah. everyone knows sure. knows that one. Uh, it's a little little too south for poor. Uh, Michael, but uh, I've been there. You you have been there. <laughs> I've been there as well. Yeah, and it's I mean it's great with that game HQ. Uh, you yeah. know we played D and D there just a couple weeks ago. So they're great places. They are just it. It Oklahoma City is large. Yes. If you don't, we're very know. expensive. <laughs> but I spent a lot of time there with my kids, like because I just had nothing but free time. Yeah. And so like that's. I had six months off because my knee was broken, couldn't walk. So yeah. I was just like, well, what are we going to do today? And board games, I mean, they took over my life. Yeah. And they still kind of have so ever since then. And board games are one of those things like um, like newspapers or magazines that everyone or you know, that everyone says eventually, oh, it's it's dead. It's, it's going to fade out. So eventually video games are going to take over. And that never happens. People mm. still love the idea of a board game. It's getting more popular every day. Yeah. yeah, I would say that <clears throat> board games have definitely made a comeback. And you just don't get the submersive interactiveness like you do with the board board game. Especially with like D&D or right. my favorite Lords of Waterdeep, that resource mm-hmm. management type games. I love resource management games. Oh my God. Well, and with the uh, insurgent of people trying to create great games, and, and what always comes to mind is Ticket to Ride. Right. Um, mm-hmm. A game that is—it's one of those where you pull it out, and every time I've been—I've played it several times, but every time I pull it out, I always have that feeling of I, 
am I going to remember how to play this game? It's complicated. It's not, and then you pick it up, pull it out. And it's like, oh no, wait, this isn't nearly as complicated as it looks. It's it looks complicated, but it's so very simple. You can just get started playing immediately, and immediate, and also the more you play it, the better you get at it. And that's one of the things we focus on is because a lot of people have a fear of rule books. They hate right. reading rule books. It doesn't matter how long it is. They just hate having to read the rules. And so that's one of the things that we offer at our store is we have a demo library of games um, where if we have an open copies of games and we can teach you how to play them right there. Or if you buy a game and bring it in, I can teach you how to play it. And so you don't have to read the rule book and you can play through it once. And after you play through it once, it's much easier to, to remember. That's yeah. great for me because I have dyslexia and read my reading comprehension is not very yeah. good. And it takes me a long time to read. Like I learn things very quickly if you show me. Like if I have someone showing me, I, I, I'll, you show me once, I got it. But if I have to read instructions, I will have to reread those instructions yeah. three, four You're times. You're a visual learner. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, having someone show me a game rather than me having to read instructions is so much better for me. And I can't imagine uh, reading rule, rules for a person with dyslexia would be even more difficult because it would be seem like it would get confused it's, as to what order yeah. goes into what. And it's, it's easy, easy to get distracted with. I know, especially any kind of... And I've seen games where the rule book is... A, tome oh, yeah. uh, i mean like why would you do that and yet the, the the rules actually usually aren't that difficult it's just that when you make rule books sometimes you're trying to make for any contingency that could possibly happen mm-hmm. um and sometimes you don't need that uh and i one of the big examples of course is is actually D, where they are they've written the in in fifth edition they've written the three main rule books but they're not as needed as you think. You just need right. to create characters or give a, get a stock character and just play. That's um, why I love homebrew so much with D&D. I mean, homebrew, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever DM wants anyways. Yeah. DM, <laughs> the way DM's we, yeah. the kind of the, no, you're not doing that. But I want no. No. Like <laughs> last session, last week, we discovered a chest with, human skin in it and someone asked if they could lick it and she's like no you can't lick the human skin yeah. <laughs> that's you hey, hey, tried to loot a dead body right in front of like the officials and i'm like no wait. someone in our dm group did that too and all the guards went after them and i had to go i'm, I'm a little halfling monk and so like i'm i have a light foot swiftness so like i had to get them out of it and stuff i'm the mom of the group i don't know how this happened <laughs> And like, cause we have, we have an half orc that's really sensitive. We have an old man wizard. We have like this teenager, a uh, drow that's like emo teenager. And then there's me. <laughs> so <laughs> that, you've got to be pretty much in charge. I was like, Ziggy, go be emo with air. Doug, stop <laughs> crying. It's just... It's a mess. So it makes D&D great. That's right. So you, but my you, DM's fantastic. Shout out to Katrina. She's, yeah. she's She puts up with all of us. <laughs> and and role-playing is, uh, you guys are still going to be having role-playing games type at, at, at the event. Do you guys have any kind of contact with uh, DDAL or, or anything like that? No, we do not. Okay. Uh, the, the great game HQ has, has DDAL. If you get in touch with them, they can have like gaming events. Uh, is there anything events planned uh, not just D and D, but any kind of events planned besides the the opening family weekend. night. Yeah, yeah night. Um, so we're really using this time to figure out what people play. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we've, had, we've had some people express interest in doing some D and D in our store. Um, obviously, some magic in our store, mm-hmm. and then other board game tournaments. We've had people kind of talk about um, 
So as far as role-playing games, right now we carry D&D and Pathfinder and the Star Wars RPG. But if you come on by and tell me what you like to play, and there's a group of you, then I can definitely get you get you. Lords of Waterdeep. We have Lords of Waterdeep. Lords of Waterdeep is fantastic. Didn't you win the first time you played that? The only time. The I only played. time you played it, I was Nikki so sits mad. sits me down, and this is at Loot and XP, and I said, "Oh, I want to play a game." She goes, "Oh, you got to play Lords and Lords of Waterdeep." Lords so she goes, I'm "Like, okay." Tyrants of the Underdark. And, I beat her, and she's like, "How did you know?" Like, I don't. It's kind of D and D esque, and I've been playing D and D for decades, so it's it's, you know, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, re- just resource management. You know, yeah, I yeah. love resource. Which so. yeah, Catan. Um, there are there are great resource management yeah. games out there that just fun. I played that with the kids, kids Catan, mm-hmm. and they Catan Junior. Yeah, yeah, it's a great game. Those cocoa cards screw me over every <laughs> time. I get it's like go for something else rather than cocoa cards. Turns like cocoa. I want four cocoa cards, <laughs> and I'm like. Don't you want to like you know build your base or get another ship? No cocoa cards. Cocoa cards, no gold, just more. Cocoa. And he ends up winning. Of course, it depends. Does. Yeah, if you yeah if you can amass the most. Yeah, I'm just like you and those cocoa cards. <laughs> cocoa your card. And Catan Junior is a great great way to get kids involved because it's mm. not as I don't believe it's I don't want to say it's not as simple as games like Monopoly or things like that. Because I think it really is just as simple, but there is more thought to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so much more so that it gets them, it becomes the springboard into other games like Catan, like Lords of Waterdeep, um, like Ticket to Ride, that are a little bit more thought, have a little more thought process. But Aiden was playing um, Ticket to Ride back when he was nine, eight or nine years old and, and picked it up real fast. Yeah. Ticket to Ride's pretty easy grab. It really is. It's just a matter of... And it's so much fun. Like, you wouldn't think so. Like, if someone sat me down, like, if I knew nothing about the game, and they were like, all right, you're going to build trains. You're going to build trains. You're laying train tracks. You're going to lay train tracks from L.A. to to New York. Yeah. You're going to get points, and you're going to like it. Yeah. I'd been like, yeah, right. And it's fun, the way (laughs) way the, the points go around the board, which is another thing that I think has only been around for about, what, 10 years or so, that... That point system around the board, I see that a lot. Yeah, yeah, um, that that uh, that victory point system. Yeah, yeah, victory point. And right? it's just great because it, it shows you, you're allowed. You, it shows your progress, mm-hmm. uh, but at any point, you also know you've got other cards in your hands that could increase those points. You know, so you kind of hold. Yeah, on you to think them. you're in the lead until someone counts until someone their plays. Points. Yeah, <laughs> until you realize that someone has amassed like ten destination tickets, and you're like, oh, I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. Or like that. you're playing Lord of Waterdeep, and you didn't realize they had the builder, and they have all fourteen buildings, and yeah, you don't. Well, realize. I just lost the game. <laughs> Yeah, and, and well, you uh, didn't know it till the end. So you, no, you, <laughs> you had a great time until you realized I thought you got I was destroyed. winning this yeah. whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's why I love. That's why I love the games is because you can you, they, you just don't know until the end. And, and so many of your simpler games, it's uh, either a game, for example, like Clue, where it just it's an autom- automatic winner. There, mm-hmm. you know, there's one person who wins. Um, or games like Monopoly, where there's a person who's been winning the entire time, the entire and there time. is no way you're going to beat them. They've been winning for three hours, and you yeah, never and catch there's them. no way you can catch them. There's no. Eventually, you're going to. That's go because we've and, modified the rule. We've modified we, the house rules exactly. because Monopoly was based to show how capitalism doesn't work. And Monopoly was supposed to be to show you how bad monopolies were. Yeah, and <laughs> then we modified <laughs> the rules. 
Well, everyone has house rules. No, no one plays by the rules. No one no. plays by the actual rules, and that was why it takes four hours. Exactly. That's right. Right. That's why I like My some. Of the, over. That's why right. I like some okay. of the, uh, the 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 adaptations of Monopoly. Um, Doctor Who's Monopoly mm-hmm. is very good. Lord of the Rings Monopoly, which Lord of the Rings Monopoly I love because the there's a timer. The, well, well, it does. The ring travels around the, the the board, and when the ring hits Broadway, that's it. Game over. Whoever's got the most wins. You. That's the end this, of the game. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I, and obviously it's not Broadway, by the way, for anybody who's out there listening, it's it, not Broadway. It's, Lord like, it's Mordor. I know. Okay. It would be sad if it was Broadway. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> it is Broadway. Congratulations. The ring on Broadway. <laughs> How do you get a hobbit to Broadway? Practice, practice, <laughs> practice. Um, let's see if anyone else gets that. So what, what, what other games, uh, you, you, you've had the soft opening. How did that go? And were there other games that people were interested in when you guys had that? So the soft opening was a lot of family and friends. And, and when I play games with family and friends, it's mostly lighter games and gateway games. And so sure. we sold a lot of uh, party games. We sold a lot of code names. We sold a lot of concept. And then we sold a lot of... Code names is hard. But I people love it. I don't know why. Because I can't... Especially if I'm the one having to give the code names. Just never mind. Not really good. My team's going to lose. <laughs> well, there's the new Marvel and Disney code names that have pictures on them. So if you like Ooh, pictures, so you might be words. able to do that a little bit better. Yeah, so they're, they look really cool. Especially if you're a geek, the Marvel one I think is a lot of fun. Oh, that yeah. would be a lot of, that would be a blast. Yeah. We were actually just talking, like, we got to hurry up and get this done. No, really, we got to go see Thor. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so sold games. So you guys do sell, the ga- sell games yeah. as well. We're predominantly a retail store. That's, good. Yeah, that's mostly what we do. That's fantastic, and and uh, and I, I'm guessing if there's not any games, uh, if there's a game that somebody's interested, they could order them through you. So that that would help out a lot. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of games out there that people would like to play, but exactly. you know, I mean, it's like you were talking about. There's just not a place where you can get games in Northwest Oklahoma City in the Edmond area, and right. so that was a big need that we saw and we were trying to fill. And we have a we're, we're very pleased with our selection right now. Uh, it's definitely our initial selection, so it'll grow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and we just because we're trying to figure out what people play, and what people play, then okay, if you buy Dominion, then we'll get the 17 Dominion expansions. And if you play, we have all the Catan expansions and Ticket to Ride expansions. So if you play those, we'll get more of them, and we can do tournaments for those, and we can have events and do prizes and make it a grand old time. Yeah, and I don't even know how many expansions there are for like Munchkin. Is that oh my god, so yeah. I have a ton of Munchkin. Uh, uh, another ones. really good one is um, Pandemic. Oh, I love I don't think I've heard about that one. Oh, no. Go game store, guy. Wow, that's surprising. (laughs) (laughs) So Pandemic is a cooperative game. So everyone plays together to try to beat the game. And everyone has a role, like a scientist or a medic or a dispatcher. And you are trying to prevent the spread of these four diseases that are taking over the world. Um, And it's got a full world map. and My favorite one is Pandemic Iberia. Yeah, that's a newer one. It's a newer one. But they have... Ton of expansions for it, and then currently the top rated game of all time is the legacy version of mm-hmm. Pandemic. So it's what you're going to explain what a legacy yeah, game I is. Will. Okay, yeah, what's a legacy game? So a legacy game is like board game meets role playing game because you have ah. these characters and you play with the same group of people, and you play over the course of a year in game time. And you keep picking the same characters, and they can get scarred if bad things happen to them, and these diseases mutate. And usually, so there's stickers that you put on the board that you, you can't take off. And you rip cards and you throw them away because you don't use them anymore. <laughs> and like, there's cities you can no longer go to because they don't exist or whatever. I can't give away too much because you know you got to play it. And if, you, yeah. if I tell you, then it ruins the game. Yeah, but but it's it's 
basically a one. It's a one-time one, playthrough. One-time playthrough board game. But you and play it. It's 20 more or 30 campaign times. style. Exactly. Yeah, it's like exactly it's campaign style board game. That's fun. And they just we just got a season two. So yeah, pandemic uh, season two. I haven't two played season out. two yet, but we do have it in our store. But I haven't played. Yeah. It See, it's amazing how much. And of course, I, I know that there's a, a lot of uh, YouTube sites, Geek and Sundry, and, and others that are that are geared towards teaching people about board games. Because again, I th- and we've we've talked about this a lot of times on this show is the fact that that people want to keep playing the board game. Even the video games are out there, and we all love our video games. But we also lo- love. The, the board games and want to keep teaching our children those games as well and then the interactiveness that you get with your and other you players. And you can get so specific with board games. Like, I mean, uh, since Jane, my daughter, does not listen to the podcast because she is nine and <laughs> she has to sit out there. I got, uh, I, I kick-started Cytosis and it just came out. Uh, it just got shipped to me and that's what she's getting for Christmas. So, and spoiler she's, alert. Spoiler yeah. alert. Shh. <laughs> But um, no one tell Jane. No one tell Jane. If you do, face my wrath. But anyways, um, no. But like she's very much into science, and so you can kind of gear these. And there's a there's a chemistry game that I've played. Compounded. Compounded. Is it compounded? Yes. Yes. (laughs) And like we, I've played that with her. She loves it. You know, there's a lot of like you can gear it towards their interests and make it fun and make they can learn. Yeah. Like I learned a lot about chemistry. I was like, I didn't know that that's how you made hydrogen chloride. <laughs> that's really easy to make. That's I'm going to make 12 of them. <laughs> I'll take 12 hydrogen chloride. <laughs> <laughs> because all I have are hydrogen and oxygen molecules and I have nothing else to <laughs> so do. I need with some anything. chlorine. Stat. <laughs> now. And so, I mean, and then like, I really like um, resource management and, um, Detective type games, so like the Sherlock game, yeah, 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 and Sherlock. And uh, there's like there's one scenario for each Sherlock book, and so and it's basically like since I watch a lot of Criminal Minds, <laughs> you're an expert. I'm so glad Josh isn't here right now, or he'd be giving me side eye, but um, you know, you just like pick out the clues, and then like you at the end of it. You have to answer like six questions about the scenario, and then there's bonus questions. And if you can finish it before Sherlock, you win. Well, that's which is oh yeah, because like Sherlock finishes it in so many moves, and if you finish it in so many clues, excuse me, uh, then you win. But uh, I haven't yet to actually beat Sherlock. His name's on the box for a reason. Yeah. Yes, (laughs) yes, it is. The um the. D- you've got there's also some D and D board game type things, uh, Attack of the Giants and uh, oh, that's a new one. Um, are are you guys gonna be able to play those as well? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, good because I've been wanting to play those, but I'm well, like, said, one of those things. You said, and that's why I love the idea of being able to play a game before buying it because there are so many times. Well, those games are around sixty five, seventy five, eighty dollars. Right. Like, do I want to spend that much if I'm not going to enjoy this game? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just like seeing what's inside the box. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of games that have really pretty art inside or really cool components. And when you see right. what you're getting, you're like, well, this game is... Not for me. Yeah, Or it is. Or it's one of those things that this well, I, look, cannot, I cannot be without this game. Yeah. Well, there's this one game we played called Lotus. And it's beautiful artwork, beautifully done. And um, 
I would have never picked it up. Mm. Never in a million years. I'm like, I ain't playing a flower game. It's a game of flowers. <laughs> I don't want to play a flower game. Are you kidding me? I'm like, no. Now. So much fun, though. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I always play the little caterpillar. <laughs> I make my kids pick the other ones because I want to be the caterpillar. <laughs> yeah, it, and those are those are the games you just don't know whether you would ever pick up. Certainly, you yeah. wouldn't. You go to a Toys R Us, you go to a retail store, and they're just there. Like, and and I know I've been sitting in front of a you know games for like Christmas shopping or. And whatever it's and just going, like overwhelming I, I have no idea what i want to get a wall of games but if i've already been to pb and j games and i've already played something i know that's what i want to get so i go up to the counter and say let me get this you know or you can buy it at our store yeah well, that's what i mean go up to yeah. the you know i've now played your it. counter My specifically counter. And, <laughs> and just go up to the, the counter there at pb and j games and say i want to buy that game now now that you've tried it out and you can like you covertly it. take your this this is what i do i covertly take my kids to game stores and then I'm like, yeah, we're just here to hang out. Totally get Christmas ideas while yes. I'm there. And then just go there when the kids Go back later. Go when back later the kids. and be like, I know my kids like this game. We were go really pushing to be open before Christmas. It's perfect. Really yeah. We made it. We made it before Christmas yes. season. And Which is, it is, yeah. I mean, it's the best store in the world to Christmas shop, in my opinion. Like, yeah. Who doesn't love playing board games? It's great for family time. Mm -hmm. It's great for... If you have friends who love Game of Thrones or Harry Potter or whatever, we have Rick and Morty, Bob's Burgers. Many themed games yeah. uh, over the past 10 to 15 years. That's been a really big deal. Uh, and, and I still have yet to play the Game of Thrones game. Is no, that no. fun? Oh, it's an awesome game. <laughs> it is. It's an awesome game. And like, even if you're into video games, there's games for you because there's like Doom, oh, Dark Souls. The it's Dark dumb. Souls games are, board games are really good. Doom board games really good, mm -hmm. and like I, <laughs> we had a group that would play uh, the Doom games and or the Doom game, and um, we gave each other code names because you know obviously you know we can't get too attached to each other. So <laughs> I was there's like Alpha, Beta, and then Charlie and blah blah. So there's Chainsaw Charlie, which he got to keep his Charlie name, but he has a chainsaw. Ha. Of course. And then I became Murder A-Face because I was Alpha. So Murder A-Face. Uh, alpha. <laughs> <laughs> and then there is uh, Delta, which we <laughs> ended up calling him Doku Doku Delta. I don't know why. Cause, but, uh, and then I would murder, like mine was the shotgun melee guy because I was murder, like, because that's how I, face, yeah. yeah murder A-Face. Murder yeah. A-Face. Because that's how I, my gaming style in first-person shooters are because I don't have any aim so it's all shotgun melee right. and so I was like I'm going to continue this through the board game right and so like I started taking the little standees as I would murder them and I'm like these are my trophies Trophies. and then <laughs> I killed the baroness baron of hell and I was like I get his title when I kill him right and so I became bar murder a face baroness baron of hell, of hell. <laughs> So like you get these great stories yeah. when you play these games. Like that's such weird off the wall thing. But I mean, and these were p friends that I met at the game store that we were just like, yeah, let's just play yeah. a game, play a game. And we so we did. And so you make great friendships, and you get You're still these, telling stories about it. And yeah, uh, so yeah, still telling stories and kids about do it. The same. Oh yeah. And they might be talking about not maybe not murdering faces, but right. 
my but, but my son still talks about when we play D and D, and I we haven't played D and D in months because I work nights now. Yeah, <laughs> and that's and and kids do. They'll they'll even no matter what game it is, they'll remember it, and they'll remember not only because although they'll remember, they'll talk about the situation of what happened. What they're doing is remembering that moment when they shared with you, mm-hmm. and so, and so many times we see these these kids grow up so flipping fast mm-hmm. um, that you just it's good to spend time with them while you can because they're going to be out and gone by before you know it so now's the time to play that's why i think christmas shopping is mm-hmm. kids love getting games no matter what it is during christmas that's what you like and they're great they're easy to wrap because they're in boxes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're really easy to wrap you don't have to find another box to put it in you need well, most, most of them some yes. of them are weird you need but. another pro for that list what's so much easier than wrapping a football <laughs> a box. A box. <laughs> it's all. It's all just box. It's very box shaped. I can wrap one thing. It's a box. So the games are great. <laughs> and you're, I'm sure your prices there uh, vary uh, from yeah. from the you know five ten dollar game mm-hmm. all the way up. Uh, so there's plenty of choices there. Yeah. Well, definitely. After we pass our grand opening, uh, we're going to set up stuff for Christmas. We'll have like mm-hmm. a stocking stuffer so it's like small stuff to fit in stockings. Oh, that's fantastic. Not as expensive mm-hmm. and then we'll do obviously we have right now a... Whatever you do don't get Twilight Imperium as the worst edition? game in the world. <laughs> I don't know what that I spent 12 hours playing that game and then suicide missioned because I wanted to go to bed. Yes. I would say <laughs> that after 12 hours. <laughs> it was yeah. the worst game ever. I'm just kidding. Some people really enjoyed it. It's a great game. You were in the minority of people who have played Twilight Imperium who don't love it. I was so tired. Like, I work overnights. I was like, guys, I'm suiciding. I'm out. That's what I was telling Parker. Because I I wanted to go to that soft opening. Leonard had had invited me on on the Facebook. On the Facebook. But we've got... I mean, I work at, I do the morning show yeah. here at KOSU. So I am up at I listen to you when I go home at night. Seeing you call, yeah. <laughs> and I, I tell you, the evenings after seven o'clock, I'm like, I'm, I can't, I can't, like, no, I'm so tired. Fridays and Saturdays are great, you know, but yeah. You know, you know how hard, uh, just, they made me get up at 9 a.m. today to come to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I work overnight. I didn't go to bed till six. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> I had three hours of sleep. Look, you made it here. See what I do for you, people. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's I'm. Gosh, I'm last set a couple Saturdays ago. I I I oh, slept we did in the like men- nine ten o'clock, dust. and I'm up at two thirty in the morning. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. It's a Saturday morning. I'm like, okay. I, I guess I'll just you know watch some TV or something. <laughs> Are there many solitary games? We definitely have a, there's a lot of games you can play solitaire um, that are not only designed to solitaire games. We have a couple that are specifically solitaire games. One right. of my favorite. Well, games, and I don't yeah, I don't mean yeah. by solitaire. I just mean solitary games. Just games right. that you can yeah, play yeah. by yourself. Right, yeah, exactly. That's what I was talking yeah. about. One of my favorite games is Sentinels of the Multiverse. And every if you ever heard of it, yes. every person gets a hero. And so you are a hero of this guy's creation. And uh, there's a villain deck that plays itself, and an environment deck that plays itself, and then every person gets their own hero. And uh, one of my favorite things is I can play it if I wanted to. I can just do all the heroes by myself, and mm-hmm. I can play the whole game through. And that's one thing I really like. A lot of games have solitary variants, so it's like, well, I oh, can like play. Dark Souls, you can play by yourself. Yeah, and you just mm-hmm. try to get the highest score you can, as right. opposed to playing against competitors that in the same game you play against yourself in previous games, and you just try to get the best score. But we have a, there's a game called Friday that's a Robinson Crusoe game where you're trying oh. to survive the island for as long Ooh, as you can. Ooh, that sounds interesting. And, yeah, so that's one of the one of the more popular 
it's an only a one player game. Like you can never play with more than one person. That would be so much fun. Yeah. Now, uh, so what's it cost when somebody comes into your your store to play? So we do it a couple different ways. At mm -hmm. any time, you can um, pay five dollars for a day, and we also do a month, quarter, and yearly passes. Um, and a month pass is thirty dollars. And if you buy a month pass, though, you get that in store credit because we really just want to incentivize our customers. Like this is a value added for our customers of our store. Mm -hmm. You can play games in our library. And so if you buy something in our store that costs $30, if you want a month pass, you get one. Um, right. So it's not an extra $30 on top of buying games. It's just if you're a customer of our store, you can play our games. And it's right. no, no problem at all. And that's what it's there for. I mean, it's just mm -hmm. there for value added, like I said. And so we can teach you the games. And it's having the library is great because I can open the games and show you guys and teach you yep. guys how to play games. And we always we have four demo tables always that are, you know, two foot by two foot raised tables mm -hmm. kind of that are standing tables where we just have games set up all the time where they kind of rotate around. Uh, every week we'll, we'll switch one out. And um, right now we have a couple of great games for families and kids. And, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, so that's how it works, though. So we do our VIP passes month, quarter, year. And then the day pass is just $5 with no store credit. That's fantastic. Uh, do you guys uh, have any kind of food and drink there? We just on Friday got approved to start doing food and drinks. Ooh, oh, good. Okay. So what, what, what is the plan? What's the yeah, so we'll just, we're just going to do prepackaged uh, food and drinks. We're not going to make anything in our store. But the problem is I'm right on 178th and Western. So I'm mm -hmm. like right on the line of Edmond and Oklahoma City. So I'm, my address is Edmond, but all my taxes are through Oklahoma City, which has pros and cons. The major con is I have to come downtown for everything. Downtown <laughs> Oklahoma City. Oh, my gosh. I hadn't thought about that. And so, yeah. I, you know, we came down here to record, and that was awesome. I was like, I have permits that I have to turn in downtown. But it's a Saturday, <laughs> so, Saturday I get to, so I have to come back later. Uh, uh, so hopefully by the great opening, we'll start we'll have stuff. Right. And that what's one of the problems. I see, I, again, I live right down May and May and 164th, and which is because that post office, 73013, is, on, is in Edmond. They call it Edmond. It's not Edmond. It's Oklahoma City. And I, I can't see. I, didn't, I don't want to live in Edmond. I want, I'm proud. <laughs> I am a proud Oklahoma City resident. I don't, you know, I don't, you know, no, I don't go live in Edmond. But you have to say you're Edmond because it's an Edmond address. But you, your utilities are Oklahoma City. Yep, your, yep. your councilman is in Oklahoma City. You know, all these things. Um, that's why I'm excited that you guys are. I, I would like to say you're in Oklahoma City, you know, because you are. You're, you're in Oklahoma City, which, again, there, I don't know of any game. Game HQ is technically Oklahoma City as well. That's but it's so far south side. That's 30 miles away. <laughs> it's nice to have a place that is, you know, in the northwest side of Oklahoma City. That's why I say yeah. northwest Oklahoma City. And here I am in Norman. Yeah. <laughs> Which we're so spread out. And there's also a, a new game store, apparently, I think, in Yukon. Mm -hmm. um, so there are, uh, they're there, yeah, yeah. but everyone is so spread out. And it's good to have one finally now in Northwest Oklahoma City. We're glad that you guys are there. It's, I think it's, it's going to be a great place for people to yeah, go. Yeah, because I actually got a text message from one of my friends asking me about PB&J. And I was like, actually, I'm interviewing them this weekend. <laughs> and they're like, finally, I won't have to drive down to your, you have to come to yeah, me for exactly. once. <laughs> and I was like, I Guess. Yeah, now and, and for people who don't know, up at the western and uh, 178th area, do you're right next to Louis. Mm -hmm. um, have you guys ever talked to them about possibly doing a kind of delivery or to go ordering there from yeah, them? Yeah, um, they got fantastic food. Yeah, Louis and the sushi bar and Upper Crest are all right there. And so donuts. All, and don't. <laughs> we are next door to the donut place, which is gonna kill me, but, uh, <laughs> but it'll be worth it, I'm sure. Um, 
That's actually what we've talked about doing before. We had a location, and now that we have a location, we've started building relationships with the people next yeah. to us. But we haven't actually talked about because that's what I love about Luton XP is mm-hmm. they've got partnerships with a couple like the food, the ribs, the barbecue place, Billy and Sims. the pizza place. Uh, yeah. So that you, so that way, the Luton XP doesn't have to worry about cooking food, which of course takes a whole nother license. It or you know you could just sell the prepackaged chips and things yeah. that are prepackaged and, and sodas, but you don't have to worry about um, making food, which again gets to an, a whole nother other animal. Yeah, um, and so. Yeah, but anyway, that you could. But if you want to, if you want to eat, which is one of the problems I have with with Game HQ is we started our game two weeks ago at noon, and I'm like, we have nothing. They have convenient that or um, con, like concession, mm-hmm. you know, uh, coin operated. But there was nothing else, and so we're snacking all day. And <laughs> I need something a little bit more. Yeah, did they say that you played like six hours or something? Like yeah, for six hours. Yeah, that's what. That was a very conscious thing when we were looking at locations, which we looked for a location for much longer than I intended. It took way longer to find a spot that we liked. Yeah. But, um, but we intentionally wanted to be around some restaurants because we knew, um, although we're predominantly a retail store, we are a game store. And mm-hmm. so when we do have people coming and playing games, it's awesome and we love it. And they're there for hours and they get hungry. And mm-hmm. instead of having to get in their car and drive away, to go somewhere, right? They can and walk across walk the street, straight, come, eat, right, come back. right back. Exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. what. So that's what we're looking for. And uh, or people can do um, go to the sushi bar, to Louis, and eat dinner, and then come over after dinner and do yeah. like uh, you can do a date night, or you can just do a family, a, yeah. a big family night, and it's really easy that way. And that's something that we we really wanted to make sure that we could do with and our spot. That's what got, I plan to do today: is go to Luton XP and hide from the bedlam game. Yes. Well, there you go. Yeah. And you've got four demo tapes tables. Is that is that all the tables that you have there? No, no, no. So those tables are just like two foot by two foot tables where they just have games on display constantly. Okay. And so these are just games okay. that we have. We've ordered a lot of, and so they're games we're like, you know, just showing off. And we're yeah. proud of We think they look really cool on tables. We think they games that can kind of sell themselves. And, and so that's what those are. Uh, right now we have space for about 20 people, like tables, mm-hmm. tables and chairs for about 20 people. Um, and we're going to grow that as – as we can, um, we'll put some all our all the furniture is custom made, and it's, so it looks. We're really pl- proud of how the store looks. Yeah, it looks really awesome, and uh, so we'll keep adding tables. Sweet. Well, and that's and that's wonderful because again, it's a great way to test drive mm-hmm. these games before you actually. Oh, splendor. Buy it. Another game you have to play. And what's splendor? You're a gym trader. You're playing gym the tra- app. Uh, yeah. That's a game that all the gyms are like these really high-quality poker chips. Yeah. They have a really good weight to Me them. Me and the kids play it all the time. I have it. Well, I'll bring it. You can shuffle I'll bring them. It. We'll play it after they sound so cool when you're yeah, playing. And you're like, <laughs> I think I will buy this one. <laughs> and you have to do it with a Russian accent or else it doesn't count. This looks fantastic. This one is, has four points. Get most important. So now I have a free diamond. So what is your favorite new game right now, Parker? New game? Yeah. Um, so new game, it's new-ish. It, well, it's new. It's Terraforming Mars is a lot of fun. That is it's, good. It's, it's a really fun game. It's uh, Planetarium's really good, too. Yeah. Well, there's a ton of, there's a ton of great games. Um, I've had one of the games that people love that... I've always taught, or I've taught a lot recently, is King Domino, and that's a new game. It was up for the game of the year this year, I think. It, Interesting. Yeah. And so that was 
had a lot of success with that one. People love that game. It's a really simple game. You can play with families, and it's great. Terraforming Mars is a little little heavier, but it's so in Terraforming Mars, you're Terraforming Mars. Which, like yeah, not easy to do. Every, yeah, it's, it's, it takes <laughs> generations. Uh, so it's it was really scientifically backed, and they had researchers like this is if you're going to do it, this is how you have to do it. Oh and wow! Like, so every person represents a company mm-hmm. who is trying to make Mars um, habitable. Yeah. And so like you, know, you have to increase the temperature of Mars. You have to increase the oxygen level of Mars. You have to increase the amount of water on Mars's surface, and you do this by a variety of research projects or you know, like you're trying to, you're searching for life or, you know, you've built these cities like the biodomes or you right. built like, you know, train uh, the sealed tubes between people you can travel. And uh, oh so gosh. it's, and it's a lot of fun. And there's, you know, hundreds of these research projects and you get their cards and so you get them and then so it changes a lot. Oh, it's a lot of it's fun. one I haven't played. It's, it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. And I'm guessing a lot of your games range in time from oh, yeah. just 30 minutes, 15, 30 minutes to, you know, four or five hours. Yeah, they not range. more. <laughs> or more. <laughs> more. Um, yeah, all over the place. And we go all ages, too. So our games start at 2+. plus. So anyone who's like, oh, my three-year-old can't play any board games, you're wrong. You're wrong. We have so many games for two-year-olds <laughs> or like 10, but that's okay. I don't know much sparkle, sparkle, unicorn I could play. Unicorn glitter luck. Yes, yeah. unicorn glitter luck. Maybe I couldn't remember what it was called. I've played that so many times. Yeah, I did. And, and well, and we we would play a lot of times. Uh, my wife and I and, and Aiden would play the even just the Hi Ho Cheerio because I used to Aiden love had the, such I, a problem with the pinching, the, which is the simple hand eye coordination of, of moving a, a cherry stem from one place yeah. to the other. And so we, we played that game to help him with that. The truth is these games help kids with life lessons that they need. Well, they make a lot of the younger games, they really make learning colors fun. They make mm-hmm. learning shapes fun. They're, a lot of them have these big wooden pieces that kids can play with and use also. And, um, but that's what it is. It's just like, yeah, I mean, it's a two-year-old. Like, are you really going to play to win? No, you're, you're playing to teach them things. You're playing I'm playing to win. Yeah, well. <laughs> I ain't on that two-year-old one. <laughs> I am, we'll crush the two-year-old. We'll crush the two-year-old. This is life. No one gives you anything. <laughs> Everything is earned. <laughs> the, I will rule Candyland and you will love me. <laughs> All will love and despair. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was gosh. a Lord of the Rings quote. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you, Galadriel. Anyway, um, so, so, uh, you've got a, you've got a website. Uh, first of all, you've got Facebook, which PB and James games on Facebook, Facebook and Instagram, and you've got a website, which really confused me because it's PB and J games.co, not com, not com, no M, not a typo. (laughs) Which is what I thought it was. Um, and on there, I love the fact that you've got a blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, which which goes back about a few months where you kind of really talk about the different types of games. Talk to me about what you were trying to do with, with, with this blog. Yeah, so this was um, something we had started actually before. So before I, we opened the store, I was actually in Germany. And that's where I lived for about a year and a half. I was in school there. And uh, so that's what I was doing while I was there. I wrote some, a couple of these blogs. And, you know, because we really wanted to really continue to create this value added for our customers. And we really wanted to be like, well, this is a store where you can come and we can teach you what games you like. You don't have to come knowing what you want. And that was one of our big people always talk about like, how are you how do you compete with Amazon or how do you compete with yeah. with these big box stores? Like, because these big box stores don't have people dedicated to helping you find things you're gonna like. Mm-hmm. You know, like how many people are really gonna 
yeah, if you really want to spend hours on the internet researching games, like go for it. I mean, you can. Uh, yeah, but no matter how many YouTube videos you watch, it doesn't. It's, just, it's, it's not the same. It's not uh -uh. the same as it's playing it. It's not the same, it. and you're never really gonna know. And you know, my story, you can pick it up and take it home that day. So we're a tactile yeah. people. We need to touch it's, and feel yeah. the things. <laughs> yeah, but so we wanted to continue to create this value added. We have games you can play in our store. We. Uh, help you pick the perfect games for your family. We have these recommendations. This blog, a couple of our blogs are our favorite two-player games or games for six people. Or My favorite two-player games is uh, Odin's Ravens, by the way. Odin's Ravens. Well, Patchwork is yeah. my wife and I favorite game. Really, uh, Patchwork's pretty good, but I'm really bad at it, so I prefer Odin's <laughs> 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 Ravens. Too many buttons and things you have to keep Odin's count Ravens, of. They just reprinted it as... Thunder and Lightning, I believe, is the name of the new one. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of the thought behind the blog, and that's something that we will, I haven't done in a while because we've been doing a lot of other things. You've been doing, what, they're, you're yeah, opening a store? Yeah, it's kind of busy. You, things have You've happened. been doing But I do things. love the fact that you, you did. You kind of run down some games. If you, if you need some ideas for some games, what I love about the blog is how well that's going to tie into the store is that you read the blog, you go, okay, well, that might be a game because you give a really great description of it. And then you go, okay, well, that's a game I might be interested in. I can go into the game, into PB&J games, and play it and then just grab it off the shelf and go up and, and, and buy it so once I've tried it out. So there's this, this, you know, okay, I'm looking at it online. I go into the store and I get to try it. I get to, again, the, the tactile sense of, of being able to play it, and then I can buy it. But you're not going to get, again, from Amazon, you're not going to get from Toys R Us or Walmart because you're gonna, you know you're going to get the overall experience from being Which is one thing to be said. You don't get to do that with video games. <laughs> you can't be like... Because like, if you think about it, a board game, a decent board game, like Lord of the Waterdeep, is going to run you 40 to 60 bucks. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be able to take my Mass Effect game that I want to play and pre-play it before I get to That's buy right, it. Yes. <laughs> so like, in a way, I hate to say it, Board games might be the better option yeah, trust when it me, comes yeah, to made, that. Yeah, I made many mistakes with my in, uh, Nintendo 64 <laughs> where I'd that game looks like fun. And you spend like 20, 30 this bucks one. like, ooh, this I game I can't even horrible. see what's happening on the screen because it's like a giant blob. <laughs> this game is horrid. Um, is but this horrid. way you get a chance to really try these games yeah. out. Um, mm. and, and if there's something that, that piques your interest, again, like Game of Thrones. Can kids play Game of Thrones, game the game? I mean... The edge on the box would say it's like 14 plus or something like okay. this. But, but most of the games on our store, I would venture to say that any kid at least 10 years old, if right. they were familiar with game mechanics or if they played games before or if they had parents who knew how to play the games, could, could play almost any game on our yeah. store. It's, um, and like I said, we have games that go younger than that, but I think if you, were, if you had a 10-year-old who was knew some things that was happening and played Ticket to Ride before, I'd played Catan before, yeah. and... I mean, those aren't, they're not impossible. Right. right, and that's why I think, I think Jane and uh, Trent are, were both raised in gaming. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, like I think most of the time, so quick. The, the, the age, well, of course, all, all, when it comes to kids and ages, it just depends on it's, your actual yeah. child. Um, that's just a good rule of thumb. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, if you've got kids, and kids should be playing games from the very beginning because that's how they learn. Uh, that's how they learn to play and take memories that you don't get anywhere else. Please follow the the age restrictions on video games, though. Oh yes. Just just to put that public <laughs> announcement out there. Please follow that. They're there yes. for a reason. The Your child does not need to play a game for a sixteen. That kid years. keeps coming and talking to me about Five Nights at Freddy's, and I'm like, uh, 
I don't like seeing that stuff. How can you watch it? Okay. My kids love it too. I don't get it. Yep. I don't understand. I don't understand them. Um, so I just had them. I don't know what happened. You, we, so right now we don't know, except for the grand opening on Saturday, we don't know about anything, any events right now. Right. Yeah. So we, we've been in discussion about doing a uh, living card game night in the D and D groups, but um, yeah, definitely come by and give me your suggestions and we'll start and we do, we have X-Wing in our store. If people want to start playing X-Wing, X-Wing mm-hmm. tournaments or magic, like I said, or Pokemon or um, all that stuff, we're definitely available to doing, uh, doing events and we're just, you know, we'll, we'll fill our nights up with events. It's just, you know, first come, first serve. They get to pick the events we do. And you said there was like possible Star Wars uh, role playing is mm-hmm. what you guys got going. I would love to try to play that. That again, that's I would like. I only know D and D, and so I would love to get into other role playing. But obviously, I couldn't DM or game master any of those because I I have no idea. So you'd have to have somebody who knows what they're doing to be able to to game master and. Um, I think if there were events like that mm-hmm, to where exactly. I could show up and, and there's several people I could just go sit at a table, which when we did Extra Life over at Game HQ, there were just tables and you just sat down and somebody was in charge of the, the game, mm-hmm. which I love the idea of that because then I could just go sit at a table and someone else is going to Teach walk me, me through how to play. Teach me the thing. Teach yeah. me the thing. The thing that we're doing. <laughs> which will be a blast. <laughs> Teach me how to win. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> I was it Devin who goes, oh, yeah, we played D&D, and I think we won. I'm like, you don't really win. <laughs> it's it's yes. not really a game where you win. No, it's, every game you can win. That's right. <laughs> that's right. It's just on what scale of winning are you winning in the game. If you're not dead, technically you're winning, but it's like a scale of winning. Whoever has the most gold wins. <laughs> I'm just the whoever best. has the funniest story. I'm at just the, the best end role player, session. so I win. <laughs> yeah, like it's funny how people like gauge how like winning in their senses. Because like some people be like, "Well, I didn't role play very well to this session, so I don't think I did very good." Da, 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 da. But then other people are like, "Well, I got a bunch of loot, so I, I did great. Right. I was totally winning." I was on point today. This was the, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the champion. <laughs> I was like, well, I was really clever whenever you you did that stupid thing. So I, I, I win this session. So yeah, it's very funny how people's uh, goals vary in D and D. Have you guys talked to the like the Oklahoma City board game community or anything like that? The, yeah. So the... we were actually we did a lot of stuff with the Edmund board gamers mm-hmm. group, and mm-hmm. uh, so we talked to Mike a lot. And um, I know they, him. We're actually today are sponsoring a tournament in the Sooner Mall for the. That they're putting on a Splendor tournament. Oh, we were nice! Talking about. Yeah, so that's going on right now at um, the Sooner Mall. The Sooner Mall. Oh, stop oh. by. I mean, the kids might have to kick up some dirt up, up near. Oh, is that that's, up, that's in, that's that was West the Wolfpack right? theme. Yeah. In case no one noticed, <laughs> what was that from in? WCW back in the nineties? <laughs> have you guys got a Twitter account? Uh, we don't really have a Twitter. Gotta have a Twitter. I have a Twitter. I'm you a firm believer. And we have a Twitter account. We just don't do much with it. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's at, it's at, like at PBJ me. Games. Yeah. We have a Twitter. It's like, I have Twitter. I have a lot of followers on Twitter. I don't ever talk to them. And They're, I just realized we've gone almost an hour in this, and you have not explained where you <laughs> came up with the name PBJ Games. Well, like, obviously, Parker starter. Banks and I forgot your wife's name. Jara. Jara. <laughs> I knew it started yeah. with J. <laughs> well, for people who I wanted don't to know, say Jenna. Yeah. Yeah, so Parker, Parker and Jara Banks, yep. and somebody realized that that's PB and J, and I think that's wonderful. 
that you it guys sounds are, it, delicious. It, it, it puts your stamp onto mm-hmm. this without having to and say Parker and Jarrett's place. You'll see it on the Facebook page. I'm sure we'll post it, but the logo's super sleek looking too. Like that. Look at that. Oh, it hand. is. Yeah. That's so such so fancy. Shout it out is. to Megan Pace. Oh, good, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. She lives in Kansas City, but she's a friend. Yeah. So he, yeah, yeah I, the I logo is a little, little sleek looking, and I just hit my knee there. And you've got t-shirts that you can sell. Uh, yeah. That uh, you know, go, go get a t-shirt because that's the best way to it's advertise. It's super soft, too. The They're t-shirts. Great. People yeah. pay you to advertise your store on their chest. It's just that simple. Now, we... We made our shirts. They're pretty cheap, too. It's $10 for a shirt, and they're pretty high-quality shirts. Yeah, we really like them. Like, I have one in my hand currently, and they're super soft. I'm wearing one. Yeah. I wear one every day. One. I, I personally picked the blue one because it goes good with my skin tone. Blue and yellow. <laughs> yeah. And yellow would just wash me out. Yeah, I but can't have that. Yeah, no, I can't do, can't I can't do, do yellow either. It doesn't seem <laughs> weird to my face. It does something weird. But they're super soft, and they look like they fit very well. And they're not like bo- super boxy, because like sometimes you get that like scrub boxy, yeah, co- harsh cotton T-shirts. No, very but comfortable, very nice. and it's a great way to to show off uh, what I'm hoping will be most people's favorite gaming store. Uh, certainly, at least in Northwest Oklahoma in City, because it's, it's North Oklahoma City, not a, because it's not it, it really is it's a great place because I. I love the fact that you right off of um, if if someone's trying to get there, you can go straight up um, now seventy four. Uh, 278th mm-hmm. and go across. Mm-hmm. Um, 74 is now open as a highway, finally, past Memorial <laughs> Road. What? Um, so you can actually drive up there, and there's no stop signs every five feet. Um, so you can go up that way. Uh, certainly just going straight up Western. There's, there's, it's a, I think it's just a really good location that's growing. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be supposed to be an on-queue right across, across the, street the street from you. Yeah, I've heard a couple different things. I, know, I think there is um, House Smith's at the big restaurant chain. I think yep. they're putting a restaurant over there. I don't know. Oh, really? I don't know what it's going to be, but it's, they're doing something. That'll be good. And there's, I mean, and they're they're expanding Western and Penn and all that whole that whole area is just growing. Um, so I'm just, I think you guys are in the right place at the right time uh, for for things that are growing in that area. Yeah, we were really pleased with the spot we found, and yeah. it's you know you talked about close to your house. Well, it's even closer to my house. So that's <laughs> added, added benefit. <laughs> It is. My yeah. commute is very short, and I don't leave normal time. So you know, at nine o'clock in the morning, no one's on the road, and at ten o'clock at night, no one's on the road. So it's a. That's kind of <laughs> what I like about my job. Not working eight to five. I'm like perks. when I work during when I have to like when I was driving here, I was like, where did all these people come from? I know. When I did all these yeah, people get to Oklahoma? When I'm driving up here at three o'clock in the morning, it's like oh, I take the same path this morning. I'm like people. There's so many people, and they're slow. <laughs> Oh, you, my, the, the worst are the people that take the corners really so that when they turn yeah. it's like you can oh. go and turn at the same you don't stop turn your wheels then turn <laughs> I turn like a race car driver I like accelerate as I turn I'm like we're going kids hold on she's on two wheels in the middle then <laughs> she's doing the Tokyo drift and the watching parking the lot. drift <laughs> We're gonna get there in fifteen minutes. We've got GPS this four to five. <laughs> now, so so you're open uh, ten to ten to eight mm-hmm. Tuesdays through Saturdays, um, and and keep an eye out on I guess on Facebook, and uh, you guys will be posting any new things that are mm-hmm. that you guys are gonna be having there. And the grand opening is so it's. 
The 10th and the 11th. 10th, so the 10th and the 11th. Is when it starts. And it's just Friday. Next Friday. And the 11th. We're going to stay the night there. Yeah. Right? Wait, it's a lock you're in, not, right? But I probably will. <laughs> what are the hours of the, of the, the, the celebrations? Friday. Yeah. So we'll, we'll start doing um, door prizes or raffles and giveaways like this at 5 on Friday. And then we'll do them every hour throughout the rest of Friday and Saturday. Okay. Sweet. That is awesome. And and so 5 o'clock to like, what, 10 on? It's, it'll be 5 to 8. Is when 5 we'll to 8. Prizes, there we go. Yeah. And, then, and then like 10, just your regular hours, 10 yeah, to 8 on, on Saturday. And those hours will expand. Right now I'm the only person working in the store, so I have to mitigate. You don't get I, to sleep. I know. I know. I, I get to sleep one day a week. Uh, That's right. So. Sunday. And what, is your, Sunday. what is your official address so people can have that down? Uh, it is 1201. Northwest 178th Street, Suite 117, Edmond, Oklahoma. Right next to the donut shop on the northwest corner of 178th and Penn. Like I've driven there by the 178th and Western. 78th and Western. Yeah. I've driven by there many times. We got to go in there. We got to go in there. Definitely going to be there next weekend because it's going to be an absolute blast. Yeah, it will be, really be awesome. It will be a great party. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Good deal. And check them out at pbnjgames.co, .co. Uh, where you guys will also post events and things mm -hmm. that are that are going on. So we're excited yeah, about we'll that. Yeah, we'll have our schedule on Facebook and our website. So any events we're doing. Awesome. Just follow all social media. Yeah. That's Even the, the ones he doesn't use. That's what it's there for. And when you're ready to unplug, go to pbnjgames. <laughs> that's right. Fantastic. That's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our website at okigeek.com. Also on Twitter and Facebook at Okigeek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And uh, Nikki, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? You can find me at Retro Robinson on Twitter and also on the Facebook page, the Okie Geek Facebook page. And since Josh isn't here, you can find Joshua Unruh at Joshua Unruh on Twitter. And since Devin isn't here, you can find me at Wava Whiskey Unicorn Victor Victor Alpha on the Twitterverse. That's okay, very good. Done, That's very good. You can find okay. me at KOSU Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to this podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Parker, thank you so much for, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It was awesome. And until next time, along with Parker Banks, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Nikki Robinson. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>